Welcome to Tuning In. I'm your host, Catherine Peloso-Smith, and I'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness, natural nutrition, raising the vibe, and reconnecting to your truest self. I'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest, most vibrant life I could have ever imagined. I truly believe that by tuning into your mind, body, and soul as your magical gateway, you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, lovelies. How are you doing today? I am having a beautiful day. I get the data myself, which is like unheard of. So I definitely went to get my nails done this morning and showed myself a little bit of self-love and I'm recording videos for Back to Your Being, and I get to record a podcast today. I am all alone. (laughs) And if you're a mom or you have responsibility for other human beings, you will know that this is something that doesn't happen very often. So I am super excited to have this special, special day to myself, and I'm so grateful that I get to podcast and share that time with you today. So today we are going to talk about something that is extremely near and dear to my heart. And that is thyroid. (laughs) It's plainly put, we're going to talk about the emotional spiritual connection to thyroid imbalances. And if you know me, if you know my personal wellness story, my background, you will know that I had a thyroid imbalance. I dealt with low functioning thyroid for several years in my twenties and was able to rebalance it. And I have not had any issues since. And it's really something that not only do I pride myself in, but it's something that I really am passionate about. And I like to share with others because I know that there's so many people out there that are dealing with similar issues. So let's dive right in because I have a lot to share today. This is not a podcast episode, an informational episode about thyroid imbalances, but it is the emotional spiritual connection because this is the piece that I don't think a lot of people recognize. And I feel like so many people out there are dealing with low functioning thyroid or overactive thyroid and immediately are put on medication. And yes, there is a time and a place for medication, especially when, you know, it's to the extremes, but it goes so much deeper than that. If you actually want to reverse this, if it's something that you don't want to live with for the rest of your life, if it's not something you want to manage with medication until the end of your time, then there might be something deeper to take a look at. And that is your emotions, your thoughts, your beliefs, and the spiritual connection that you have as a multidimensional being, as a you know, more than just one body being, what can you do to set yourself up to 
rebalance and to reach homeostasis and to reverse some of these symptoms that you might be experiencing. Because I know these symptoms are not fun. They're not something that I personally enjoyed. And I don't think anybody out there with any thyroid imbalances enjoy their symptoms either. So what are some things that we can do that go beyond just the physical, right? There's things that we can implement physically, like medication, you know, and that's great. You know, sometimes that needs to be done, but there's so many other options that people are just not aware of. So that's what I'm here to do today. I'm here to talk to you about your emotional, spiritual connection to your thyroid gland. But before we get into all of that and what that looks like, what is the thyroid? I have had so many clients that have come to me that have said, I have a thyroid, low thyroid function. That one's the more common one that I see is hypothyroidism as low functioning thyroid rather than the hyperthyroid, the over, <laughs> overactive thyroid. But what I see so often is that they will come to me and they don't even know what their thyroid is or what it does. They just know that it's not working, quote unquote, or they've been told that it doesn't work. It's, you know, it's, it's wrong. And here's some, something to, to fix it. So what is the thyroid? It is an endocrine gland, which means that it secretes a hormone and it's located at the front of the neck of your neck. And the hormone that it secretes is thyroxine. And it's part of controlling your metabolic rate. This is very important to note because I have a lot of people that will come to me and say like, I have thyroid issues, but I also am not able to release weight. And they are also very closely connected to that. And when your thyroid is out of balance, like I mentioned just a few seconds ago, it can be either over or underactive. So hyperthyroid is the overactive and the hypo is the underactive. And when they get to an extreme, they can present as Graves disease, which is hyperthyroidism and Hashimoto's disease, which is the hypothyroidism. And the thyroid is really closely connected to other endocrine glands like your adrenals and your pituitary. And it's just greatly affected by stress, either physical stress, your mental stress, emotional stress, whatever your being perceives as stress, especially for extended periods of time. And the thyroid gland is forced to compensate or overcompensate for those types of stress, for chronic periods of stress. And this is what can lead to burnout and imbalances in your thyroid functioning. But also, like I just mentioned too, in your metabolic rate, your metabolic functioning too. Now, something that I don't think a lot of people realize is that according to the National Health Institute, 5% 5% of the general population has a thyroid imbalance. That's five out of a hundred people over the age of 12. This is wild to me. This seems like a lot of people. And that's just in, I believe it's just in the States. So just in the United States. And according to the American Thyroid Association, up to 60% of the people with thyroid disease are unaware of their condition. So I'm not really sure how they figure that out, 
but they're finding out more and more that people have these imbalances and they did not know that it was thyroid related. And this is what I'm seeing time and time again also is that we have these symptoms, but they might be mild. They might not be, you know, grave enough to get the blood work done, to get the testing done. And even then, what is the blood work coming back with? Is the blood work actually showing that there is an imbalance? It might be so minuscule that, you know, it's not showing up as a proper quote unquote imbalance, but you might be experiencing the symptoms too. So it really depends on the person and how it's going to show up. And this is why I like to look deeper than the testing, than the blood work. I like to look at the energetic level of what is each human being experiencing because your symptoms, your emotions, and your feelings of what's going on are so valid. And to me, that's almost more important than the testing and the results that you can get from the physical world. <laughs> so on an energetic level, the thyroid is connected to our throat chakra. And this is the area of self-expression, our personal power, and using our voice to speak our truth. And when energy in this chakra is blocked, we can see disturbances in these areas like the thyroid. And it can also manifest from the energetic body, from the emotional body, from the mental body into the physical body. So on an energetic level, whatever we're experiencing emotionally, mentally, spiritually, even potentially in these areas, and what I'm going to share with you today, it can then manifest physically as a thyroid issue in the physical body. Now, the thyroid itself, the gland itself, is extremely delicate. Our glands are very delicate. We are delicate physically, but the thyroid gland is really sensitive to toxins and stress. And this is why it's so prone to imbalances. The thyroid is also like our internal clock, just because for, well, just for the fact that it regulates metabolism, right? But this can also represent our relationship to time. Are we always racing against time? What stories do we hold around time? Do we not have enough of it? Are we feeling like we're always at the mercy of it? Or do we feel like we are not in control of our time? It's so rooted in that feeling of not having power, right? Connected to your sense of power and lack of X, Y, Z, in this case, potentially time. And thyroid imbalances can show up when you feel this lack of power or feeling of stuckness, like you're never going to get where you want to be or where you want to go. And something that I really want to just put out there too is that we often connect the thyroid to our voice and what we are communicating out there into the world. But just as much as thyroid is connected to our voice, it's also connected to our inner voice. What are we telling ourselves? What are we saying about ourselves to ourselves? And this is something that is 
so, so deeply rooted that I see time and time again that these feelings, the way they show up can be feelings of unworthiness, never being good enough, you know, especially when it comes to things like body image, success, and just the, our capability to handle it all. And it's also like this deep pressure of the mind constantly full of what you should be doing, what you should want to be doing, what you should feel and what you should not feel. And constantly putting everybody else first. This is a, an imbalance, a potential disease or illness of not prioritizing your needs. Instead, you know, instead of looking at what is actually best for me in this situation, people who struggle with thyroid imbalances are the types of people that are always trying to put others first, which is great. We love those types of people, but we also need to be taking care of ourselves. And these are the patterns that I see and the patterns that are out there and patterns that I dealt with myself, right? These are things that started to come up when I really started to ask myself, what is going on deeper than just my physical thyroid issue, deeper than the hormonal imbalances here? What am I putting out there into the world? What am I saying to myself? What am I communicating or not communicating? And how do I regain that power and step into my truth? And that's really, at the end of the day, what the emotional connection to thyroid is, is not being able to communicate your needs clearly. Or maybe you have trouble asking for help. Maybe, you know, you are a people pleaser. Maybe you're trying to fit in. Maybe you're just trying to keep quiet and hang out in the background. You don't want to disturb the peace. And sometimes that can be okay. Not generally, but sometimes in certain circumstances, but when it's going against your inner truth, when it is blocking your ability to express or share what you truly believe. If it's going against that, if the alignment is off, this is where disease starts to present itself because there is lack of alignment. And this is the, you know, the belief patterns that we got to take a look at here. When there is a lack of alignment, there are things that we have in our conditioning that we need to take a look at. So what could that look like, right? Some of the belief patterns that I see most often with clients who are dealing with thyroid issues are things like, I'm not good enough. My opinion doesn't matter. Keeping quiet is safer. I'm not important. I am not worthy. I'm not as good as so-and-so. And not only is this creating, you know, negative vibrational energy in your body, it's creating massive amounts of stress and stress hormones that are being released into the body. So I sort of shared the emotional connection, but then on a biochemical, physical level, this this creates increased levels of cortisol and cortisol, as we know, is our major stress hormone. And this causes weight gain. This 
adds to sugar cravings. It creates more anxiety. And this is where we start to get the imbalances in our thyroid function as well. So you're kind of getting it from all different angles. You're getting it from the emotional level and then it's showing up physically in your body as well. And so this is just something to take a look at. And I found something when I was doing a little bit of research here that on a quantum level, okay, and this just kind of like blew my mind also, is that our systems have become so riddled with shame that this becomes an internal attack on our body. And this is where we start to experience those, you know, more extreme levels of thyroid imbalance, the Hashimoto's or the Graves disease. Those become the autoimmune diseases. And the autoimmune is when your body, your immune system is attacking itself. So if you're sitting there every day in and out, constantly attacking yourself through how you communicate to yourself, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, I'm not as fit as that person. I'm not as successful as that person. I'm never going to amount to anything. If you were attacking yourself on a daily basis with those types of vibrational energies through those words that you're sharing with yourself, it can show up as autoimmune, your immune system attacking itself. And it's, that's just like, it's heavy. It's heavy. And it's hard to sit with too, especially if you're someone who has been dealing with this. We have to think about how are we showing up for ourselves? How do I speak to myself? You know, this is the key to understand that nothing happens in the body without first happening in our mental and emotional bodies. Sometimes, yes, we have things happen physically first, like you know, we get injured on a physical level, something happens, an accident. But for the most part, illness and disease are manifested first in the mental or the vital emotional bodies. So asking yourself, how do I speak to myself? How am I speaking to others? Am I coming from judgment or acceptance? These are the questions that you want to start recognizing. And are these patterns, these belief systems, these thoughts that I have, this conditioned behavior, are they, are they serving me? <laughs> and it's like always the answer is no. No. If you're experiencing thyroid imbalance, these conditioned behaviors, you want to start releasing them because they're not serving you. And you can, you can dig deep to find out where these patterns are coming from, where these conditioned behaviors and thought patterns, you know, where they originate. Did it start in my childhood? Was this a learned behavior from a parent? When, when did I exactly make the decision that I'm not good enough? Where did this come from? And knowing this, can allow you a place to access the thoughts and emotions to really ignite clearing, really get the ball rolling. And it's good to be able to dig into that, that space. Where did this, did this originate from? But you don't want to get stuck there. 
The key to doing this type of work is that you can recognize where it comes from, but you also have to release any blame. We don't want to sit there and start blaming our parents and making it everybody else's fault that you now have these conditioned beliefs <laughs> because that's just going to perpetuate the pattern. We have to let go of the victim mentality and the victimhood and take responsibility for these behaviors that we are holding on to now and recognize that they're not ours to carry forward. We have to release any guilt or shame around it and we have to take this proactive action that's going to get us in, in the right direction of where we wanna go. And so there's so many different things that you can start to implement to help balance out the emotional spiritual connection to your thyroid imbalances. But I want to share with you today a few things that you can get started with right away, right now that you can really like sit with and see what comes up for you. I want you to practice these things, do these things for the next like four weeks and see what happens. Even if you don't have thyroid issues, maybe you aren't presenting symptoms, it's a good practice to get in the habit of because a lot of these things are just things that can really benefit anybody. So make sure that you write this down, get a pen and paper out and just make a few notes because you're gonna want to save this for later. There's a lot of kind of juicy information in here. Do you want to know the real reason you aren't getting the wellness results that you want? Why you're not able to keep the weight off? Why your digestive symptoms keep coming back? Why the acne won't go away or your menstrual cycle is all over the place? The answer has nothing to do with you and everything to do with your approach. The reason you aren't able to reach your wellness goals is because the root cause to your issue is in your blind spot. You don't know what you don't know. This is why I created the Back to Your Being program. It is a specially curated self-discovery journey to help guide you in learning how to connect with your body, mind, and soul so that you can better align with the life that you desire, your ultimate intuitive lifestyle. It is a curiosity playground for you to experiment with your wellness, learn what works for you when it comes to nutrition and body movement, better understand your mind and the stories you hold on to, and start to make connections between your physical and energetic bodies to promote an even deeper level of healing and self-awareness. This is the number one reason why people hire a coach, to get them to the next level. We can only take ourselves so far until it's time for a little push. You need someone on your team to support you, someone on your side who has the knowledge and the experience to guide you in the right direction because you shouldn't have to do it alone. You shouldn't have to be the expert. You shouldn't have to become a nutritionist, a doctor, or a health coach to understand your own body. You can't do it yourself. So find someone who can show you the way. And when it comes to your holistic health, your body, mindset, spiritual inner work, unfortunately, you can't hire someone to do it for you. And if someone is claiming they can, they are lying to you. Only you can do the work for yourself. 
I can guide you. I can give you recommendations, options, suggestions. I can support you and hold space for you but you have to be there and do the work. That is why the Back to Your Being program is a self-discovery program. Everyone who goes through the 12 weeks comes out with a different outcome at the end because you will get whatever it is you need from it. The structure is the same for everyone, but the results are individual. And that's what makes it so special. It's a specially designed map for you. Follow it and what you discover along the way will be unique to you. The final destination is your ultimate intuitive lifestyle. If you're ready to stop playing guessing games and take actionable steps towards your wellness goals, I invite you to check out the Back to Your Being program. There is more information at the link in the show notes. And the best part is that it's 20% off until July 31st. Join me and the hundreds of other women living their ultimate intuitive lifestyles, and you will never look back. Now let's get back to the episode. Here are five things that you can do to start balancing your emotional, spiritual body for thyroid imbalance, whether it is hypo or hyper, this is just overall thyroid in general. So number one, change the way you speak to yourself. Simple. (laughs) This takes a lot of practice in and of itself. So think about being honest with yourself, showing yourself unconditional love and catching yourself when you start to attack, right? When you start to say things or those negative words are coming up, shifting the voice in your head to a more loving and respectful, supportive voice. Would you speak that way to somebody else? No, right? We want to speak to ourselves the way we would someone we really love and really respect. So changing the way that you speak to yourself is one of the, like if there's one thing that you're going to do today that you're going to take from this, that is the one I want you to start practicing is really, really showing yourself unconditional love. Love yourself. Number two is clearing low vibrational energies and releasing holds and blocks. So (laughs) you're probably like, okay, how in the heck am I supposed to do that? So this is something that you can do with a guide. You can do this on your own. If you have a meditation practice, if you have a journaling practice, the key here is to really speak what you no longer wish to hold on to and allow it to be released. And you can do this through like ceremony. I like to do this on the full moon or on the new moon when I'm calling certain things in, when I want to release certain energies. Something as simple as just expressing, I desire to release all low vibrational energies from my field. I want to release all holds and blocks that are no longer serving me around X, Y, Z. You can get more specific. You can do that. You can journal it out. You can burn the piece of paper. You can send the paper down the river. You can sit in a meditation and a guided meditation in your own meditation and just putting the intention forward to clear 
the energy. This can be really, really powerful. And again, you can do this with a guide and this can be really helpful, but also for you to set that intention is really powerful. So that is number two, clear low vibrational energies, releasing holds and blocks. Number three is practice your communication skills with others. And this is fairly simple, right? But this is a block for a lot of people that are going through thyroid imbalances that are dealing with this type of illness. And sometimes this is just not easy. We have to start asking for what we need, start asking for help. Where do I require help? Speaking up when something is bothering you. Don't be afraid of the outcome either. This is something that I see often is it's like, well, I just don't want to, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. I, I don't want to bother anybody, but this is where the blockage is coming from, right? We have to work on getting our voice out there and not to worry about how other people are going to react or how it's going to affect other people. Sometimes you have to get your voice out and it's up to you. It's really your responsibility to speak your truth and communicate clearly what it is that you desire. We don't want to be, you know, putting people down and telling people they're awful because that's also not, you know, the best use of your energy. But sharing what your truth is, is really important. Finding an outlet. Maybe it's not directly to another person. Maybe it is through journaling. Maybe it is through mirror work (laughs) in the mirror, speaking to yourself, but just vocalizing it, getting it out and using your vocal cords to share that information and keeping the energy flowing. That's the key. So practicing your communication skills. Number Four, we're on number four. Yeah. Number four is like self freaking care. Okay. (laughs) Just taking sweet care of yourself. And I feel like I repeat this all the time, but we need to love on ourselves. We have to date ourselves. We have to take care of ourselves by doing things that we love, treating ourselves, you know, like treat yourself, go get your hair done, spend the day at the spa, go for a solo walk in the forest. You have to nourish your being and show yourself that you love yourself. This is something that I don't know why we don't do this more. It's almost like It's just selfish, but it's not. Self-care is not selfish. I see that everywhere now. It's like, care for yourself. It's not selfish. When you are able to fill up your cup, you're able to show up better for other people. And it is a form of healing and it is a form of just overall wellness for yourself too. So showing yourself that you love yourself and really taking the time to care for yourself and make yourself a priority is so important. So that one is definitely up there. (laughs) So self-care, self-freaking-care. Okay. And number five, the last one, which is like 
in a 20 part. <laughs> it's a really deep one. And all of these ones that I've just talked about are going to be a part of this, but just, yeah. Okay. Let me just get into it. Enhancing your throat chakra. So all of the things that you can do that are going to focus on the energy of your throat chakra are going to support your thyroid and that whole area, not just your thyroid, but your mouth, your teeth, your throat, you know, all your jaw, all of these areas that encompass the throat chakra or that the throat chakra encompasses physically in your physical body. We want to enhance that. We want to get it flowing. So all of those, the last four suggestions or recommendations are going to help support that. But there's other things that you can do to really get that throat chakra open and flowing. So some of the things you can do are connecting with crystals. And this is something that, you know, maybe you're into it, maybe you're not, but if you're like, I'm all in Catherine, just tell me what to do. This is a great way because crystals are the most high vibrational entities, I guess, or, you know, living things. They are technically alive on the planet. They are super high vibrational. So if you're looking to shift your vibration and shift it quickly and really feel into those high vibes, you have to connect with crystals. I'm telling you right now, it's like next level. So some crystals that are really good for the throat chakra are things like lapis lazuli. It's really good for communication. Chalcedony is great for expression of your truth and like releasing things like self-doubt or lack of self-worth. And aquamarine is really good. Also, anything that's really like these blue colors, turquoisey colors, just connect with them. And everyone will connect with crystals in a different way, whether you want to hold them, whether you want to put them near you, whether you want to put them in specific places around your home, whatever is going to feel most aligned with you. So that's something that you can do. Another cool thing that you can do is be in and around the frequency of 741 Hertz. And this is the frequency, the solfeggio frequency connected with the throat chakra. And you can actually just Google solfeggio frequencies, throat chakra, 741 Hertz. This comes up on Spotify too. You can just listen to the sounds, the music that flows through, whether you're doing a meditation to this, whether you're doing this on a, you know, a walk, whether you're just listening throughout the day, just put it on in the house. This frequency is a healing frequency for the throat chakra. Really cool stuff. <laughs> I could go on forever about solfeggio frequencies and sound frequency and the healing that it can create, but we don't have time for that today. So just go check it out and maybe I'll put a link in the show notes for some of my favorite ones. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Another thing is aromatherapy. Aromatherapy is really, really good. It's like igniting the senses and some of the scents that are really great for enhancing the throat chakra are eucalyptus, sage, 
bergamot is my personal favorite, tea tree. These are all some that you can just start to diffuse around the house if you want to. You can get like rollers and put it on your on your skin. Any type of, of aromatherapy therapy that uh, you feel connected to, but those ones are more specific to the throat chakra. And then some affirmations that you can say. I love affirmations and these are some of my favorite ones. These are the ones that I work with my back to your being clients with in the chakra connection portion of the program. And I'm going to speak them to you here. You can write them down. You can repeat them, save them, especially if they, they resonate with you. So I hear and speak my truth. I express myself with clear intent. Creativity flows in and through me naturally. My voice is necessary. What I have to say is a contribution. So those are some affirmations that I just really love and I I repeat those to myself too. So those are the five things that you can do to start balancing your emotional, spiritual body for thyroid imbalance. Whew, that's a lot, guys. This is a lot of goodness that I'm so happy to share with you guys today. And you know what? I'm going to just also remind you or just shout out there that I have a free self-love meditation that you can download right off the front page of my website, www.mindbodyspiritmama.com. It is a meditation to help just help you curate more self-love and and get into a space, a deeper space of of loving yourself because that's what we we need a little bit more of that. We don't want to rely on everybody else to love us. We got to show ourselves that love. And that's what's going to really, really take us and carry us through this journey that we're on in this lifetime. So go to the website, www.mindbodyspiritmama.com and download your free self-love meditation anytime you like. And you can listen to that. That could be part of your self-care routine or helping you change the way that you speak to yourself, right? Oh, okay. Well, ta-da. That is the episode for today. I hope that this was insightful for you. I hope that this was helpful for you. Even if you do not have issues with thyroid, these are just some wonderful practices to get into the habit of, of, you know, incorporating into your lifestyle, right? You can't go wrong. You just can't go wrong with any of these. So if you found this helpful, if you resonated with this information at all, if you know somebody that you know could benefit from this information, please share, please follow, please like. It really does help me get my voice out there. And yeah, I'm just so grateful that you're here, that you're listening and that you're tuning in. So thank you so much for being here today. I, I am so grateful for you always, always, always. Do not forget to love yourself today and every day, especially today. (laughs) And have yourself a beautiful rest of your day. We'll talk soon. Bye. Hey, before you go, 
Do you like quizzes? If so, I have created a super fun little quiz that you can take to see where you vibe at most frequently. This is just a fun little quiz that you can take. It only takes about five minutes and it just explains to you sort of where your frequency is emitting most often. So click the link in the show notes if you want to take the quiz. And if you feel so called to send me your score, because I love to know where you guys are vibing at and how I can help you raise the vibe.